Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 229. 12 8. Suck on that, Bundura. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Nelly Thomas. No one knows what that means. Bundura knows what it means. Suck on that, Bundura. Hi, Bundura everyone. knows what that means. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. Oh, now, we're all out of sorts because we we're are. recording on a Saturday, which you'd be aware of if you had a look at boxcutters.net, which is our website. Where we put stuff. So we, we put important information. That you two were sporty. So we're recording on Saturday because you had just finished playing. Well, baseball. we're not recording because I finished playing baseball. Which and, you, but you know that's yeah. part of the time slot. Yeah. And Brett has some sort of sport training on Monday night when we normally rec- record. What's I've going on with you two? Putting my body on the line. Wow. Almost annually for about the last eleven years in the name of charity. Hmm. In the uh, the annual community cup, which is coming up, uh, we don't have any, any heats, any rounds. It's all just one game: megahertz versus rock dogs. What's filthy, is this filthy AFL? dogs? Is this that kind of football? It's, yeah, it's proper footy. footy. Yeah. Proper footy. Not Australian nil. Everyone else lots footy. Just proper footy. Australian rules football. Right. Not AFL because that's a league. Oh, that's, you know they know what I mean. Proper Aussie rules football. <laughs> for uh, men. And Brett Brett has been playing in the Community Cup. It's not just for men. It's not just for men. It's a, They're mixed teams. They're, I was being sarcastic. Uh, that was that uh, was my um, commercial radio voice. Uh, and for men. And for men. Football. Real men play football. Thanks, Eddie. Real men eat <laughs> footballs. <laughs> uh, and uh, June 27th is uh, this year's Community Cup. Where is it at, Brett? Next Sunday, it's at uh, Elston Week Park down in... Sunny Bayside, Elston Wick, which is uh, just near Elwood and uh, Rip and Lee. Yep. Taking so, it back to TV where the ABC studios nice. are. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Nice. And uh, and you're playing for the uh, 3RRR PBS FM Megahertz. RRRR PBS uh, scene. There might be a bit of joy. Oh, maybe a bit really? of MBS. But it's uh, the community radio stations. 3CR. Megahertz. So it's the Megahertz versus the Rock Dogs. Uh, and uh, Brett, what what role do you center half forward? Where do you play? Um, I have played center half forward. I'm a really good tagger, so yeah, sometimes I I do get put in fullback. Uh, one of the ends. Um, and uh, Tim Rogers is always a, a bit of a challenge. He's got the pointiest elbows I've ever come across of the, the anybody, man, and and he the man feels free no to use them. The man has no fat on his body. Every single part of Tim Rogers' body is an angle. I don't trust a skinny football player. No. Do you know my favourite football moment? My brother was a very good footballer and he's a big dude. He's a very big man. And I remember seeing him. He ran full pelt into a goalpost in the Meriden v. Barracoppen grand final in sometime in the 80s. And the goalpost fell down. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. He didn't bounce off it. Very. He knocked the goalpost, which is in the ground, fell down. So he just Lee Matthews. Really? Yeah, if you've just joined us, this is Talking Footy with Box yeah. Cutters. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's why we're recording on a Saturday. This show will still go up on Monday night. Uh, so, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, otherwise people get freaked out. I was people don't like now. change, Brett. People don't like change. The cows don't know when to get milked. and it's, Of, course, of yeah. course, the video podcast just goes up live. As we are doing it, and uh, it has a it has a live archive. Um, so, hello to you uh, viewing out if there. If there right was now. one, you'd see there, the steam coming out of Josh's there, ears. There is no video podcast live archive. Hey, can I update one. a little thing from last week, please? Because um, I and then it's a correction on the show. No, it's not a correction. But I was listening last to last week's um, episode, and I noticed that you're trying to we. When I say you, I mean we. But I wasn't here. Mm. Uh, get a listener in Antarctica. I'm yes. thrilled to tell you. I was bursting with excitement when I heard this because a, quite a good friend of mine works in Antarctica. Oh, that's great. Purely by chance for the British uh, Antarctic Survey. So he's there at least three months of the year, sometimes six months of the year. And if he's not there, I'm sure he will get us, some one of his colleagues, uh, to subscribe. Because that's so, a market I really need to tap into. Well, I want another one. I want to introduce another challenge. I want us to get... An inmate listener. Ah. Oh. I want to be, I want a Lizzie, I want a Doreen or one of those males from Oz. I don't know their names. Adabisi. I want someone on the inside listening to box cutters. They're allowed to watch That's, TV. Are they, are they allowed to access the internet though? I haven't thought this through, have I? 
I don't, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're allowed to do. What well, they sure. Are, Why wouldn't you be able to listen to box cutters? I have no idea. All right, I'm going to find that out. If anyone listening knows. If anyone knows anyone on the inside. Yeah. The, uh, the warden may be uh, judging this podcast by its cover. Surely. Not, exactly. not great that inmates know about box cutters. You know? but, yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Although low security prison, surely you, you're allowed to um, access it. Although if you've got like five minutes worth of internet time a week, you do need to ration that. So instead of uh, you used to bring me roses, you want it to be, you used to bring me box cutters. <laughs> you used to bring me TV. Yeah, nice, nice. Right. In this episode of Box Cutters, uh, we've got a discussion about Daria. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed. Nobody called in. Nobody called in to talk about Daria. Who is we- Daria? Maybe they haven't seen it because I haven't. Have you, Brett? I've seen. I don't think I've watched an entire episode. I, I have no idea who the characters are. Mm. Um, certainly haven't been a, a devoted. A devotee. Well, so why are you yeah. asking me who's Daria now when we're going to talk about it in 20 minutes? Hmm. Well, just as a, as a primer so that people can... He's thinking think, out loud. Ah, oh, it's the chick with the brown hair and the glasses. Lead character from Daria. She's an animation. <laughs> yes. 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 She is but an animation. But not particularly animated. She is an animation. So we're going There's to talk about Daria. There's a lot of Daria. internal acting. Talk about Daria Morgendorf, Morgendorfer mm-hmm. as, a, uh, as a character in yep. our greatest TV characters of all time. Yep. Uh, countdown-y thing. Yep. It's not a countdown. We're really just discussing them at mm. this present moment in time. If you do want to call in, by the way, to talk mm. about your favourite or a, a character you think you should be should be in the greatest TV characters of all time. And it's not too late if you're viewing live. No one's viewing live <laughs> except for Mary Lou. Uh, <laughs> 03 or just search for Box Cutters on Skype. You can leave us a voicemail message. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What there, there was a strange little code on last week's post. Yes, there was. I noticed that. Uh, Technorati c- code. So okay. that we could be listed with Technorati properly. So, so Technorati so it doesn't mean enforce on us to, to vandalise our, our own yes. blog. Mm. Yes, that's why. And Josh, who, who are you fellas going to be discussing next week if people want to ring in to make a for or against case? Uh, well, next week, John is going to talk about uh, the Doctor from, okay. from Doctor Who. So we'd like calls on the Doctor? Calls, calls on the Doctor, if, if you like. Uh, but 11 of them. But if you have anyone else that you just mm-hmm. want to make a case for, mm. give us a call. I'm Let just getting know. the sense that the Doctor is um, going to in, incite some passion. Yeah. In others, so if you, they know you're going to be talking about that next week. Oh, for instance, when- I, I think the Doctor is cheating. Have, having the Doctor as a... Because, because I think the Doctor is like 11 different characters. Yes. See, there we See? go. There'll be so, some calls. So I'm, I'm, I'm just putting now, that out there. Zero three nine zero one six nine two six nine. And if you are going to call in, don't be worried. It's not going to be talking to Josh live and, uh, while he madly scribbles down what you're saying. We're, we're, it's, 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 it's essentially an answering machine. It is. And uh, we play exactly what uh, you say into the phone or, or to your microphone. Or if we think it's going to be funny enough, we cut it up and try to make you say other things. <laughs> I owe Josh $50. Or if you're really rude, we might have to beep you. But we'll see how we go. Yeah. Yeah. So we beeping. Since when do we beep? Never. I was joking. Once in the history of Box Cutters. Have you ever heard you beep? Mr. Black. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's name that we couldn't actually say in case <laughs> we would get sued. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Who probably would. Uh, Nelly, we're, mm. we're going to talk about your magic box. Yes. <laughs> uh, Are you going to beep that? Are you going to beep my magic box? Hey, if Why? I'm lucky. <laughs> if I play my cards right, I'm sure I can. Uh, we've, uh, we've, got some, we've got some quotes sent in from, look at me, I'm sporty. Come on, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Come on, Thomas. I'm not. It's, it'd be like uh, yeah. two opposites. Why is everybody calling Nelly Thomas today? I started it, but I hadn't heard she anybody me, else do she it. She called me Canal. So, there you, go. you know. Okay. I just had to. I it's just a term had to go of endearment. Back. Yeah, not terms of so endearment. So you get a lot. Term. I do. Okay. Yeah. Can I finish this bit, fuzzy head? Mm. I thought I made that up. I thought I was being original. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> got some letters to box cutters. We've got one thing. We've got some pork. As always, though, we're going to kick things off with the box cutters news. Now, Brett, what's what's this hmm. about Channel Nine and Channel Ten and news footage? What's going on there? Uh, well, it, it's been on basically, uh, as as uh, fans of the World Game may be uh, aware of. Uh, 
there there's a, a, something they call the World Cup happening over in South Africa at the moment. Oh no, we've Thank got you. some Vuvuzelas. Oh. Vuvuzelas. There's oh. our mammals. Vuvuzelas. Shut up! Actually, if only you could do that. I know. I, I think you're actually so just much. a little bit sharp. It's a B flat note. Oh. Uh, it's like a swarm. Of, <laughs> it's like a swarm of B flat. That was notes. like the love boat. Then was it? Like, <laughs> I can't watch it. I mean, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I would have watched some games because you know I'm quite happy to get caught up in the fever of mass hysteria. But I cannot watch it with that. Uh, no, I can't. I just can't do it. Y- you know what? I, Shut I, it down. Having, Shut it down. Having just played a game of baseball next to a football oval. Mm. where every time one team kicked a goal, a whole bunch of people would honk their car horns. Yeah. <laughs> That's annoying enough. <laughs> that is, that is Did they have thermoses? Oh, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. They were Tartan too far away. Rugs. Yeah. It's not a real yep. sport. Anyway. It's bad. Um, well, uh, SBS are covering it here uh, with so, the and, full coverage of the games. Yeah, and last week we had Channel 9 and Channel 7 in, uh, in a punch-up. 9 and 7. Was it 9 and 7? Yes. Last um, week we had nine and seven in a punch up. Okay, uh, and, and was that the incident? Because nine and ten have been at it seemingly. Right, Not, nine have, have hijacked Channel Ten footage and laid their own nine watermark over the top no. of the ten watermark. Yeah, what for their news? So they could steal it and, and not uh, actually give any credit to Channel oh. Ten. Like this is this is a fairly common thing. Uh, that we see with sports coverage. So, so mm. if Jump Center is showing an AFL game, then uh, it's it's fairly free for other news uh, for other channels to uh, use footage from that Don't for their news service permission? for the sports coverage. Yeah, but they always have the watermark um, on it. Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. They definitely do not. Uh, so, is it legal? Is it illegal? Um, I'm not sure how copyright goes between the networks. Um, so what you so as, what, as far as is, I Channel Ten, as far as I heard, haven't launched legal action against Channel Nine. Where does this article come from? Uh, no, I'm, what I'm reading is uh, from TV Tonight. Right, my friend David Knox's uh, little blog there, uh, who says uh, that they borrowed the ten news footage uh, and whacked a nine watermark over tens because they missed out on getting the crucial moment of the Socceroos' arrival at the Durban Stadium. Earlier this week, that was before the uh, the loser game that they had, mm. uh, and uh, yeah, um, which is on which is on the top of uh, another another little bit where they've been caught out, uh, which is the rescue special ops ad, where you've got the team kind of climbing over these great big letters and ending up at the top of uh, the the S, I think, at uh, at the end of the title, yes. being seemingly a direct rip off, and in, in fact. Ripping off the footage from uh, Bear, Bear Grylls on a Discovery ad, but also, Uh-oh. but also, I remember a uh, a, a, a Mix FM ad where uh, uh, the two morning jocks uh, were also just climbing up the letters of. Uh, oh, that was when Tracy Bartram was. Yeah, on. yeah, Tracy, yeah, Tracy and that. Tim, I think, did that, yeah. which was the ripoff oh, of pretty, the, the uh, fractured yeah. fairy tales. Yes, pretty common motif, though, isn't it? I mean, is that really plagiarism? It's quite a common. It's like saying using a, a font. Is Tracy and Matt mate, was yeah. I'm sure was, Tracy and Matt didn't think it up. Bless them, but I'm sure that wasn't the first <laughs> but, time but the, someone the rescue done special ops and, and Bear Grylls. It's almost was, shot for shot. Right. No, no, beyond that, I think they've actually used footage from the Bear Grylls ad. Oh, that they've that they've ah. superimposed the rescue special ops That's, cast over the is, top of. That is a bit dodgy. Nelly, um, if you have a look at it, it there's lots of uh, aliasing issues through there. Now you've got a, a couple of news items there. I've got some really shit news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is always fun. Um, I have. We're going to be talking about my magic box later, but the, the magic box is related to this because I've, I've gone mental for taping things now that I've got the magic box. And one of those things is entertainment tonight. And Really? I feel, really? as you can imagine, so dirty watching it oh, and I love it. Nelly I absolutely. Thomas. I'm mad for it. So I've been watching, I think it's three o'clock every day, but obviously with the Mm -hmm. magic box, whenever you like. Um, And their big story at the moment is about Gary Coleman's passing, RIP, of course. Mm. Um, I have coined it, and I can't believe they didn't come up with this, Will and Corpse, because the entire (laughs) thing is about poor little Gary's corpse and people fighting over it. From what I can gather... 
the the long story short is his ex-wife slash stalker because he did actually have a restraining order out against her at some at one point. Her name's Shannon Price. So is is that that was his last but one wife? Yeah, I think his only wife, his ex-wife. But they'd been broken up for three years. I heard that. And yes, yeah. What I'd what I'd read at the time they were was still that friends. that's. Uh, he and his his wife of the time were living in Utah, uh, but had a lot of domestic violence issues going on area. where they're, they're actually attacking each other. Because the other thing ET has got very excited about is, and of course they do that kind of faux uh, condemnation of, is that there are Mary photos on his hair. deathbed of him literally in yes. his last moments with her, you know, like someone would do at a 21st with their mobile kind of click oh look how did that end up in a magazine um and of course they're shaking their you know wagging their fingers at that and then constantly showing the pictures so um she wants the corpse then his manager slash ceo of his company slash friend slash maybe mistress anna gray wants the corpse there was another former manager some dude whose name i couldn't actually find who also wanted it he's now bowed out so apparently, the woman space. that uh, went up and demanded a, a, an autograph back in uh, 1999 in LA, when uh, he was also working as a security has, has put guard. in a claim for uh, for the want, courts, oh. um, and then there's uh, just as reparation for for him attacking her. Just for there's like contesting wills. Uh, the whole thing is apparently, so awful. Apparently, the uh, the. Uh, New York version of Avenue Q want the corpse so they can actually turn it into a puppet. Oh, um, God. well, then just... they've got um, his and they the, the little byline down the bottom is television brother. They've actually got his brother from different strokes, oh, like interviewing him. Got Willis on their kind of going, and Willis otherwise is there known going, as Todd Bridges. Todd Bridges on there going, this doesn't this doesn't look right. Just. Some fishy going on here. You think? <laughs> you think? There's three people fighting over this poor dude's body. One of them he had a restraining order against. There's pictures of the poor little bastard in his last moments splashed across, you know, OK. You think something doesn't look right, TV brother? I really was it OK God. Magazine that bought the picture. Yeah. <sighs> because apparently it was shopped around quite a bit before they got a buyer. Terrible. But it's so demeaning. It's just horrible. Boys um, and girls, can you say tasteless? Yes. Well, speaking of, if that, that's a nice little segue to move on to my second bit of news, mm. which will not surprise anyone, is about MasterChef. What? Yes. Uh, this one I'm calling Stroganoff Gate. It's probably been said on the internet, but I did think that up with my own head. Um, How's that pun work? Or are you just making it Brett, a gate? Keep going. Just it, let's roll is over it. it. Is it MasterGate? Like it was a great one. MasterGate? Masticate. I would. You're dirty. See, well, I no, would, no, because it's because it's close to masticate, which is chewing. Yeah, I would. I know you're still dirty. I would go with paprigate. Paprigate, nice. So the Russians are involved. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. So it's the the Master Chef affair. Master Chef affair. If, if so we want to keep things Australian, Shani Rawson has been. So the three Gen Wires were all in an elimination. The three youngest ones. And, the three who um, had never eaten a chico roll before. Who? Why would they have? Disgusting. The fatties are coming. The fatties are coming. You're not allowed <laughs> to eat that shit anymore. Um, so Shani got voted off because she made a stroganoff. Well, not, vo- not voted off. Eliminated. Eliminated, sorry. Because of a, a stroganoff without paprika. Now, the, um, what will we call them? People on the internet have gone berserk. They have gone totally mental. This this was conversation amongst my family at family oh, yeah. dinner this week. Like it, it's it's that huge. I did research. Like I actually went and looked through my cookbooks. I wasn't even satisfied with that. So I went to the library and got out a um, early women's weekly cookbook from the seventies that did not have paprika in it. Um, strong enough. Whereas right. my like, modern day ones do have paprika in it. So I'm thinking it's as the Russians, as I'm calling them, on the internet were saying this is a modern adaptation. Of the stroganoff, and mm-hmm. Shani's actually correct that it shouldn't have paprika. Well, okay, here's here's the thing: they didn't have to actually just make a, a stroganoff from scratch. They had to replicate a recipe that they mm. tasted that and, did have paprika, and that in it. did have paprika mm. in it. Now, mm. the the problem is really that they 
focused too heavily on the fact that it had paprika in mm. it and they called it a stroganoff. She also chose the wrong cut of meat. Yeah. Like, so, you know. It was really time to go shiny. Mm. I think the... Uh, I think people are looking for controversy where mm. there is very little controversy. Sure. Uh, yes, they kept saying that there's paprika in, in stroganoff. The thing is, that particular stroganoff did have paprika in it. She didn't taste it. She didn't put it in. She used the wrong cut of meat. She couldn't tell different cuts of meat apart from mm. each other. Mm. There's, you know, it's What's time to go. What's interesting, though, is that I wonder if, let's say, if they had been quote-unquote wrong. I mean, they could pretty much get around it anyway. But if they had been, would they have let her come back? Like, I wonder how much backlash there'd have to be for them to back down and go, oh, yeah, we might have cocked that one up. Uh, they they would have had to get it really... Really wrong. Really yeah. wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, people are yeah. generally unapologetic. Yeah, that's right. No, that didn't happen. That no. didn't happen. Um, my last bit of news, which is not so much news as a question for you two, and I hope one of you can answer it, is that I read in the Green Guide that Cable Channel Fox 8 has acquired the rights to Glee... Does that mean Glee won't be on free-to-air anymore? No, it means that so uh, Fox 8 repeat are, are going to be doing repeats probably. Are you okay? Because John Cena right. is showing the, the new season of Glee at the moment, yes? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I thought it meant they've bought the next one and no, we're what, not going to be able to – I'm not going to be able to watch it anymore. I'd have to go to Josh's house to watch it. Oh, my God. I know. Heaven forbid you should come to my house. I know. Heaven. I'd have to break down the door. Heaven forbid. Uh, and uh, the glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, in, in the news, ABC oh, oh, Two. You don't want to talk about ABC Two have uh, what? Which which one do you want to talk about? Well, Channel Nine are, are reopening their news bureau in uh, in London again, according to TV Tonight. Uh, yes, and uh, there's a couple of other uh, sites that are uh, naming it as well, um, saying that uh, Carl's brother. Uh, what's his face will be Peter Stefanovic. Yes, will be uh, the London correspondent or European correspondent. Did they give a reason why they're reopening it, um, or just that they shouldn't have shut it in the first place? It was a place? bad idea in the first yeah, place. I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, and lastly, in the news, ABC Two have appointed a new controller. Although I just wish they called him a comptroller. <laughs> well, it's different. A comptroller, comp. Well, Controller is about a financial thing, whereas the controllers that they've put in for ABC 1 and 2 and uh, look to do for 3 and 4 are controlling what's going to air on the channels and and are responsible for uh, programming so as to uh, attract ratings and and that sort of stuff. According to the uh, ABC media release from uh, about this, Stuart Menzies, uh, who is currently head of ABC TV Documentaries, is going to be the controller of ABC2. Uh, quote, in this role, he will be responsible for the channel's strategic vision for all its commissioning and programming and its branding. He will start in July and be based in Sydney. Uh, mm, do we know anything about it? Uh, joined ABC in 2004 as head of documentaries. Uh, is responsible for over 225 hours of programming. I so have not no idea what he did before 2004. Mm-hmm. That's not to infer that ABC2 is going to be a documentary channel. Uh, he's, he's moving out of documentaries specifically. They've a lot, of, a lot of kids stuff on ABC2, I noticed. A yeah. lot of kids stuff. Because I thought they were going to channel all that into ABC3. That's what I thought yes. as well. But a lot of, because I know when I'm typing stuff for my little baby girl, it is mostly on ABC2 actually. Uh, now, th- what they've been doing with the channels and with signing up, uh, uh, say, third seasons of things, uh, they've been in very much a holding pattern until they fill these positions. Uh, so quite possibly the intention has always been to get the kids' stuff off ABC2 and, mm. and have it just on ABC3. Um, we'll wait and see. If, if uh, he's going to be programming uh, the entire channel, then I would imagine it wouldn't just be kids' stuff over the day. Well, it's interesting because what I've noticed as well is ABC3 seems to be more older kids. It looks to me like a sort of maybe seven-year-old plus kind of market, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of crazy games and here's some goo and like it's a knockout kind of stuff. Yep. Whereas ABC2's, you know, Chuggington and Postman Pat and, you know, that kind of toddler people? kind of stuff. Okay, so like the You know, Chuggington's kind of like... No, i never heard of Chuggington. We, you I know, love Chuggington. Pat. You know, Postman Head Pat. of Postman Pat. Isn't he a, a side character in... No, he's in a claymation. Postman Pat is great. He's a claymation uh, postman. 
And Chuggington's kind of like... Goes around like people. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> he goes, Chuggington. Chugging, chugging, chugging. Chugging, chugging, chugging. And once you get that into your head, believe me, weeks. So I'm amazed, Nelly, that mm. the adult content that you're really seeking out is entertainment <laughs> tonight. <laughs> no, you know what happened. Oh, oh, no, I'll tell you in the magic box for that bit. All right, all right. T- tell us in the magic box. So a uh, new ABC2 uh, controller announced and that is the Box Cutters News. Nobody knows what the future holds, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, wake the kids, phone the neighbours. Under all the circumstances, I disagree. This is such a crock of shit. Ah, oh, the champ is here. Nice I love one, it. Brett. Nice I one. love it, Cropley. He's the greatest. You've Great been work. cutting some shit together. That is a work in progress. I picked up Carmela Soprano and yeah. Paulie Walnuts. Mm-hmm. Who else was in there? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Dave Letterman. Dave Letterman. Wait a minute, Muhammad Ali? The champ is here. Will Smith. That As is a crock of Ali. shit. Right. Yeah. So how come Camilla Soprano gets, uh, gets her own character name, but Ali doesn't get his... Oh, okay. You see? Yeah. You see what's happening there? Yeah. It's Muhammad Ali. You yeah. might be overthinking it. Josh, Daria. Daria. Daria Morgendorfer is the lead character in the MTV series Daria, which we have covered on Box Cutters in the past. And is it a cartoon? It is an animated show that uh, MTV put together. Uh, Daria was a character that was actually a spin-off from Beavis and Butthead. Mm. So she was like the, their neighbour. So, so have I said something, you've looked at me like I've, you know, said something offensive. Is a cartoon not an animated series? Uh, is it is well, derogatory? Well, cartoon can be... It's a graphic novel, Nelly. Yeah, ca- cartoon can be misunderstood as a comic strip in a... Right. In, in a a newspaper mm-hmm. or a uh, a newspaper article cartoon. But would Looney Tunes be a cartoon? No, that that would also be an animated TV show. Okay. So it's just it's just a oh, more specific. Just checking, just checking. Like, like yes, it all comes under the banner of cartoon. Right. There seemed to be a, a, a demarcation between tunes and cartoons uh, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, sure, <laughs> and that yes, that that was more along the lines of the Looney Tunes. Right. Okay. Got it. So, Daria <laughs> comes from an animated series. Was it animated by the Japanese and with their manga and not a lot of action going on with the, no. the character movements? No. It's, it's an, an American series that was on MTV. Uh, and Daria, uh, the lead character, is uh, a, a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. So, she's in her, her last year of high school. She's moved to a, a new town and has to try to find friends, fit in. Uh, and just make her life in this town called Lawndale. And who's the intended audience? I have I have no idea because mm. I, I was watching some earlier today, and you know I'm 35 now. Mm. I was watching some earlier today, and still absolutely loving it. It's it's hilarious. I think it's it's the sort of thing that anyone from 14 years old and up mm-hmm. can enjoy. Teen plus. Teen plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good name for a show. Mm-hmm. Teen plus. Teen plus. Uh, and uh, and. Daria's character is uh, a, a lot like Darlene mm-hmm. from from Roseanne, who we spoke about last yep. time you were in Nelly. And she's got quite a few votes yes. on the box cutters uh, list. Uh, and so D- Daria is this uh, cynical, sarcastic teen who uh, doesn't have any trouble speaking back to authority, mm-hmm. mostly because she's more intelligent than anybody else that she speaks to. And she... Uh, is just naturally gifted, intelligent, surrounded by dummies Speaks all the time. Speaks truth to power. Yep. Truth to power. Okay, great. Uh, and and so that's – I think Daria is so good on a, a character level mm. because she has those things that we don't see in, in a lot of other characters. She has that uh, great sense of, of herself largely – uh, but hasn't quite matured to uh, to the point where she is completely comfortable in, in her own skin. There's a bit of a theme developing, isn't there, in our discussions about um, the characters from all of us, actually, given the four of us are quite different for hosts, I reckon. Mm. But there's a common thread coming through, which is the characters that seem to resonate the most or be most loved have some sense of self, if not fully developed, 
then on the way to having a very strong sense of self. And I think that's largely because it means that the writers mm. have a know really the good, character. Yeah. Mm. And they have a really good sense of who the character is. Mm. And is she um you know, preoccupied with romance? Is there any romance in her life or is she interested in other things? Her best friend is a a, a girl named Jane Lane. Uh Jane has a brother mm-hmm. who is uh Almost the opposite of what you think that Daria w- w- would like. He's a jock. A, he's no. He's a dropout. He's a loser. Oh. He's got a band that's not uh, that that just isn't really going anywhere. They're mm. called Mystic Spiral, but they're thinking about changing their name constantly. Mm. Uh, and you know, he, he wakes up at three o'clock in the afternoon. Just doesn't know what's going on. Daria is is mad for him. I totally get that though, don't you reckon? I mean, as a young person, sometimes you mistake that kind of um, that kind of attitude to life as being somehow exotic or artistic or out there, rather than you're a lazy shit. Oh yeah, like at that age, you're kind of wow, you're so not nine to five, you're just so not mainstream, man. And then you grow up and go, you're just a lazy turd. And I think I think this is one of the reasons why I like Daria mm. so, so much as a character. A, I could see, again, I could see bits of myself mm-hmm. in her, but I could also see bits of uh, my best friend in in mm-hmm. high school. She was a lot like a lot like Daria, very intelligent and and knew herself enough, but mm. also you know tended to go for the wrong kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and there's there is this great element of truth mm. in the character. Uh, and and so she has those problems, but she also has her own ego problems as well. And the way that they play out in in the series are as in her overinflated ego her over, overinflated ego, or not really uh, understanding how to deal with other people mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. That that kind of thing. So, with so she less has, intelligent than her, or uh, like does she can she not suffer fools? Yeah, I think I think sometimes she can't suffer fools. I think sometimes uh, she just likes to make a stand. I think mm-hmm. sometimes uh, she just is angry not, youth, not thoughtful. Yeah, sometimes okay. just not nice. thoughtful. Yeah, and we haven't spoken about this a lot, but I think it's the flaws in in mm. a character that also make a character work mm. really well. I just want to uh, talk about a, an email I got from a friend of mine, Sean, who we we were talking about uh, the greatest characters of, of all time. He's Got very, very firm views. Firm views. Fee, F-E. Yes. And he said animated characters should not be allowed as they're not subject to the same physical Mm. and emotional constraints as human characters. I did see that come through to the BC. Mm. And uh, sure, when we're having a beer, I would just say bullshit content. But (laughs) uh, I have to say, I think that that actually means that animated characters have a much much higher barrier to entry into the, yeah. the greatest TV characters of all time list mm. because they can't emote as much as they uh, as much as a human can. They, well, they the actors have... have got their voice basically. Yeah. That's it, and the writing. And, and there's mm. the writing, and uh, especially in in Diary, the animation is not great. Mm. Uh, it's it's not it's not very detailed. You know, that's that's very expensive to do. Mm. So, not having the same physical constraints as, as human characters. Uh, I understand, but I think that's a barrier to entry. Not having the same emotional constraints, I don't really understand. Mm. I think that's all in the writing. And when you're looking at characters, I think, yes, acting is one thing, but writing is a, mm. is, is a huge, huge part of part. it. Which is actually why it made me think that email about some of the other entries. And you know this breaks my heart to say, but um, there was an entry of a Survivor contestant, Richard Hatch. Yes. And um, I don't think that should be allowed because there's no writing involved. Like I understand the point that they become characters in the sense that they're the way they're represented isn't true, you know, blah, 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 mm. blah. But there's no writing involved. And I think an integral part of character development is the vision of the writer. I think so too. I, no death of the author over here. To me, to me, saying character, I thought, uh, I thought that writing or uh, either fictional or fictionalization mm. was implicit in, in yeah. the concept, but oh. maybe not. Well, this this puts a real fly in the ointment. What does that mean for James Talley's nomination? Well, again, oh, I thought uh, that was just a joke because he is reading other people's words. 
James Talia is reading his own words. How's he writing his own auto cue? Stuff. He's I'm, not real. James Talia, he's a, a reporter. What are, you, what are you talking no, about? Yeah. Right. Well, he was nominated on the on the list. Someone put him in as a nom, but I thought that was just a they were just having fun. I think. But but I mean, in in that case, he is the the screenwriter as well as the. Uh... But he's not a character. He's a reporter. He's yeah. a real human being. He's not playing himself. Ooh. And we're not getting to know him. No, he's not playing himself. No, he's not. He's, he's playing a reporter that he. No, writes, he's not playing. That he writes lines for. He's not playing a reporter. He is a reporter. It's like right at this minute, you're not pretending Being to a be reporter, a dickhead. You are character. a dickhead. <laughs> He's caught in a postmodern spiral he where is. none of us really is this chair even here. So you so you saying that James Tyler is just is on the news just like he is in real life. No, but he's clearly not a character in the sense that we're defining it. Like no one's writing his mannerisms, for example. No one's saying James, you know, look this way now because that will make you seem X emotion. What about when he gets the cutaway where he forces the tears? When uh <laughs> Does he, Brett? When you when you've been over, sorry, at, I'm thinking of uh, when you when you've been over at my house and I've just been a regular person, yeah, just just at my house. Am I sitting there writing code and calling up clients and telling them to pay money on time, or am I just sitting around? Hey, what? <laughs> I'm just saying that in my job, I do my job, and outside of my job, I, I I don't think doing a job makes someone a character. Okay. I think Brett's saying you have a like say for just, me for just example, being on a TV. throwaway, but it's gone really philosophical. Just, just being on TV <laughs> you have doesn't a stage make you a presence. You do have a stage presence, but I think that's a different. Like I would say, I'm a different presence as a comedian than as an in person. Mm. Oh, example. tell me about it, because <laughs> I'm a fraud. <laughs> but um, I think in terms of uh, of a character, a character has to be written to you know, convey certain personality traits and emotions and backstory and so on, and James Talia clearly would not fit into that. No. Whereas an animated character would. Yes. Like Homer. I mean, Homer's, what is he, second or third on the list at the yeah. moment? Extremely popular choice. Very, very popular choice. So I think we will, sadly, to, to, your, to your email friend, we will certainly be keeping uh, animated oh, characters in. Definitely. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to try to get Ross McQueen in to talk about Homer because mm-hmm. uh, he is the world's foremost expert on... Uh, on Simpsons, so we'll see if mad uh, for the symptoms. Uh, Simpsons. Yeah. So we'll see if he uh, if he has some time amongst his nineteen children. So he Daria, doesn't actually have nineteen, but it is another prime number. Can I just ask with Daria? Um, is that still on? Uh, no, Daria only lasted for for four years, mm-hmm. but it has just recently become available as a box set. Did okay. they have issues with that with rights on music? Yes, because it was an MTV show, they yeah. had to have uh, a lot of. Uh, popular music as interstitials. So mm-hmm. the show was actually created to try to promote music. How long's the show? Uh, it's 23 minutes an episode. Okay, so it's like a well, it's it not like now a they've taken 3 the music minute. Out, it's no, 11 minutes. Grab, yeah, yeah. No, they just don't have the music in it. All it's right. Still, the, the music was just interstitials stuff. It's not like Beavis and Butthead where they're just watching videos all the time. <laughs> We'll look out for Daria. So that's Daria Morgendorfer. If you are a fan of Daria, if you think Daria is one of the greatest TV characters of all time, send us an email. If you think it's a croc. If you disagree. If you disagree. If you disagree, call us. Call us on the the Box Cutters hotline. If you think she's just another surly, angsty, pain-in-the-ass teen... Call us on the Box Cutters hotline, 039016-9269, or just Box Cutters on Skype. And let us know. Send an email to hooray at boxcutters.net. You let go of the number box. It's just too hard to say. Yeah. Uh, or send us a message on the blog. Mm. Put your comments into the blog on boxcutters.net. Hi there. I'm... Myth Warhurst. That's better than I could do it. And I'm from Spicks and Specs, and you are listening to Box Cutters. Say that, guys. Box Cutters. Box Cutters. <laughs> It is nice to have Miff's giggle in the Hooray show. Hooray for Miff. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Uh, now, Nellie Thomas, mm. uh, you oh, magic have box. a magic box. <laughs> I do. I do have a magic box. So um, I'm often lampooned on box cutters for being anti-technology unfairly, might I add. But all I Luddites, have. All Luddites say that. They all say unfairly. I am totally not a ladder. I just have a life. Um, but That's another common defence. Yeah. 
I can use the internet and everything. Um, we just got a magic box at our house. Now, now tell us, magic, because you, you sent me an mm. email saying... I've got a magic box, saying, Josh. <laughs> but you, you were looking at a PVR solution. Yeah, I don't know what PVR Personal is. Personal video, video recorder. recorder. Okay, yes. I was. Or a digital video recorder. Yeah, DVR. so we were looking at, because we still have a VCR as well as a DVD, as well as a bloody set-top box and an old TV, you know, blah, blah, blah. And You've, um, you've got the box farm. We've got a lot of cables. Yep. There are a lot of cables running around. And we thought we would get um, a PVR. Mm-hmm. And so... Very good, now. Yeah, yeah. So I emailed Josh <laughs> thinking, hey, I could do the research or... There'll be someone I know who can just tell me what to buy. And so Josh recommended someone. I can't even remember what they were or what indeed what we bought. I think I sent you to the Ice TV site because they've got a, a really good selection of, uh, of PVRs that yeah. work with their... A good rundown. Uh, yeah. uh, they do sell some directly from the site there as well. Yeah. And see, I'm one of these people who, like if you'd said to me, go and buy the Sony, blah, 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 I would have gone, okay. I would have gone to JB Hi-Fi and bought one. Yep. Whereas my partner, Lachlan, was much more interested in, oh, that's fantastic, those recommendations. Now I will do 17 days worth of research and um, go and test them and talk to a few different dudes. and then buy. So he ended up buying one. I can't remember what it is. You have to live with this for a long time. Apparently. Um, but I must say it is, it is known now as the magic box because not only obviously can I record, you know, whatever I want and set it to record things like, okay, now I want entertainment tonight taped every day or tape, you know, modern families or whatever. Um, it can also play, uh, downloaded stuff from my computer. Mm-hmm. What? So, so I so download it, shit to my computer and, and what, then it, it's on my TV. It just syncs wirelessly. It syncs your- wirelessly. So I can, you know, press a few buttons and kind of go, oh, there's an episode of Treme on my computer. Um, it, rather than having to sit there, you know, watching it in the study or whatever, it can actually, my television can read it. And my I'm first thought couch. was... For a start, I'm going to be programming this like a mofo, which I have, hence the entertainment tonight because I just got trigger happy. But now I feel compelled to watch them because they're there. And my second thought was, who the hell is going to buy anything anymore? Who was going to go to a DVD shop and actually, not because it costs you five bucks or whatever, but because you have to leave the house. This is is actually... uh a problem, you know. It really with, is. With uh, Foxtel IQ, and we've got movies on demand mm. uh, where we can just order mm-hmm. a movie at the at the touch of a button. Mm. It's very difficult to say, uh, no, let's go and, and have a look at what's on at the video store. Mm. Uh, because there's always the disappointment. There's, yep. you know, all, all these things. Leaving the house is becoming a problem. But leaving it's great the house, for a shut-in, though. Partic- but particularly when it's cold. But also, um, what if the disc is scratched? I mean, yep. how many times do you get, you know, you're into your third episode of some new series that you wanted to watch and then the freaking disc won't play and you're thwarted? You know, like where you got to stop going to the depressed and blockbuster and go to a reasonable video library. I do go to a reasonable video library, but they're not always. You still get that problem from time to time, and it's really frustrating. Whereas With in some this case, kids peanut butter on it, <laughs> or just you know a compass mark. Those yeah. ones initials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. Brett was here, so I found. The first thing I did, of course, was go through the TV guide and go, okay, these are the shows that I want to have captured. And, of course, you can say, for example, with The Daily Show, get it for me. If I haven't watched it within three days, you know, erase it because it'll be out of date by then or whatever you want to do. Now, what did you get? Uh, are you holding back on actually naming it? Was it, no. t- was it a TiVo thing? Was oh, what Freeview did I get? Branded? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't. We didn't get TiVo. I know because it can't do the wireless read. Is it Freeview? I honestly don't know. Like, I can find out. Has it out. got a badge on the yeah, front could, saying Freeview? You, it's got a blue please, circle thing on the front. Could you please What's find out? Have that? Oh, actually, that, uh, that sounds like either the Beyond Wiz or Top Field. Yeah, I don't I can find out for next if, time. If you can find out, we'll yeah. just we'll just Lachlan put it. Lachlan got one of Josh's recommendations, but he went and did all the, you know, hoo-ha and then yeah. chose the one Get a second opinion. Yeah. Because yeah. it, yeah. it, it does sound great, and if, if listeners do want to know what maybe they can get... Do you know what's been great about it too? Because, you know, ever since I've done comedy, which is 
you know, about eight years now, like I actually got turned off sitcoms and comedy on TV. Like I kind of got sick of comedy and I just, nothing made me laugh. And now with this, I'm taping quite a few things and I've fallen in love again with several comedy shows, particularly Modern Family, which I've talked about before. I Mm. absolutely am loving that. But I wouldn't have sat down to watch it. But the fact that I've got it captured, and I think, oh, it's Saturday afternoon, you know, I'll just watch one. Loving that. 30 Rock. And also the Graham Norton show, which, again, is not on at a time that I would have watched it. I love it. Like, I know I'm late coming to it, but I love it. I think he's fantastic, and it's just really fun and really funny. I think he has improved, because I I used to watch him four or five years ago and found him really painful, but I think that the show's improved. But but I think, um, with, I think with the chair at the end with the anecdotes oh, and, and him with the audience. I think your point, Nelly, is is a really good one that people no longer and, and we've been saying this on box cutters for a long time, but no longer have to be beholden to the the network's whim no. of when they're showing stuff because you can just record it at any time. What classic example for me is um, as I've confessed before, guiltily, I do love Oprah. I mm. love to watch a bit of O. And um, what I can do now, though, is actually tape them and then have a look and go, oh, it's Oprah's greatest things. Dump. Not interested in that. Yep. Oh, look, it's, you know, rape in Somalia. This is my sort of thing. Let's watch it. You know, like yeah. you can actually you, kind you are of... You mad for rape in Somalia. You don't, you don't have to sit down at, at one o'clock. And so on you, Monday and watch it. So there's a button that you can press that shows you a summary of what it is that... No, but you can just watch the first couple okay. of minutes. They probably use that, but I haven't got to that level of, of using... Although you can actually press a button, the guide. Mm. Let's say you sit down at 8 o'clock Tuesday night, press your guide button, flick, flick, flick. Not only will it tell you what's on, uh, you know, for the rest of the night on every channel, but you can see little previews. You can also pause and rewind live TV. Like, speaking of POMO, POMO, this is doing it, my head in. I missed the thing on MasterChef. I missed a, an ingredient. I rewound live TV. What? Making it not live at that moment that you hit the button. Don't even get me so Like, I can't even wrap uh, my now, I have to be. I have to be honest. I'm, I'm halfway through loving your enthusiasm for it <laughs> and... Cringing at how you couldn't have known about this beforehand, but you know and what? I was, I'm like, "Oh, Nelly's discovering TV again." But how could she not know? But in all seriousness, like I actually do think I am in the majority here. Like I don't. I know. This has not caught on yet. Like I thought it was basically a VCR. I thought, "Oh yeah, that's nice. You can tape shit. That's nice." You know, if I got organised, yeah, I could watch Oprah or whatever it is I want to watch. I can tape Australian Story if it looks like I want to watch it. I'll watch it. But what's great about it, not only can you do that, this, for example, the one we got, will read digitally the TV program so that if Australian Story is five minutes late, it will still get it all. Oh, really? You're like, what? Like, So something's That's run over great. time, but it knows when it's on. Uh, what People would... don't know, Josh. They don't know. They don't know. Nelly, I, I've got a question. Mm. Given... You're seeming to uh, to now have a lot more uh, serial, drama, comedy, whatever mm. at your fingertips. Is this going to be the death of your love for reality TV that's, that, that you may just be watching because it's just there all the time? Because it's there all the time. Look, I think my I probably exaggerate my love for reality TV because my only two real love to reality TV are Survivor and MasterChef. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to say Survivor and Probst. <laughs> Jeff. Um, but I think it will definitely, it has uh, reinvigorated my love for a variety of things. Like I tend to focus. Things like, actually scripted. Yeah, exactly. I Like yeah. a lot of um, comedians, I think, ironically, you know, your sad clown bullshit. But I do tend to focus on Australian stories, etc., etc. Whereas I'm coming back. I'm coming back to sitcoms and dramas. And that's Nelly's magic box. Oh, I love the fact that you've got a, a magic box, Nelly, and and I love the fact that you love it and and you're I've discovering TV one. again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, euphemism. La, la, we really la, do need a thing for this. Oh, it's going to come. Come, come, come. Please. Please. <laughs> I was going to come. Please. 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 Now, I, I love the fact that uh, listeners have cottoned on to the fact that I'm quite in the beginning. Oh wait, Ross. Shut up, Ross. You left the show. Stop talking. Yes. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm quite amused by the fact that listeners have cottoned on to, to the fact that I enjoy a good 
uh, a, a good euphemism, and uh, particularly am enjoying the, uh, the the use of the word box mm. of late. Mm. You also uh, love a metaphor and a double entendre. I do. I do. Mm. I love all those things. Mm. Wordplay. Wordplay. Love it. Love a pun. Do you play Boggle? No, I don't play Boggle, but really? I, do, I do play Scrabble. Shit, you'd be good at Boggle. I don't like Boggle. I don't like the timer. <laughs> That's great. It's so arbitrary. I know. And it's so really analogue, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shit. All right, let's go. Uh, so this one has come from uh, a listener, David Chi, who has uh, sent us a quote from MasterChef mm-hmm. from last week. Uh, and uh, and so he says, hi, guys, a couple of quotes. Well, the, the second one we're not doing, but the first one uh, is for me specifically. It says, on MasterChef the other night, Marion exclaims with total glee, I'm really excited about Julie's mystery box, actually. <laughs> yes! Woo! I have to say, David, I saw that one, absolutely loved it, <laughs> almost fell off my couch uh, in, in hysterics. It was fantastic. Huge conversations on the blog uh, during the week uh, with comments about 3D television, mm. and uh, and I was particularly enamoured of this comment from uh, Adam, who wrote. Thanks to 3D television, hey, hey, it's Saturday, and the iPad, 2010 will be remembered as the year of things that don't need to exist. Is that Adam Rosenbach's? I don't think it is Adam no. Rosenbach's. Because did you see Adam Rosenbach's wrote a column in Beat this week about 3D TV and how shit it is? No, no, yeah. I didn't. Mm, he I basically, didn't. well, that's the gist of it. Because I'm not 19 years old, I don't read Beat anymore. Well, I am 19, so I do. Oh, good on for you. <laughs> <laughs> 19 and a bit. 19 and a bit. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Just, just a little a bit. Um, no, I haven't read Beat Magazine in, in ages. I didn't even know Adam was... Uh, was, was I only read the bit. comedy page, Josh. Uh, I might be in it. In fact, I am. Uh, <laughs> don't they usually it's, have a comic writing on that page, though? Adam Rosenbachs is a comic. <sighs> Stop it. Oh, Brett Cropley. He's a very funny comic. You don't like his Brett stand-up? Brett Cropley. Or you don't I've like him on 774? stuff. No, it's not 774. I, I can't stand Lindy Burns, so why would I hear him? Uh, well, you know that he's on Lindy Burns, so I think you say good news. Yeah, so I do. No, no. Uh, Spicks and Specs, obviously, uh, the, the guy they put on when they have a dropout. Um, oh, Because oh, he's also the warm up guy. Um, but, uh, Kick I, a man when he's I, dead. I knew Come Adam on. from when he was back at Triple R. I think he's a great stand up. Yeah, and, and so what? A whole so, lot of shonky never did anything for me. I just think that's As in he never baked you a cake or you don't like him? I, I thought it was very pedestrian. And mm. I, I haven't... I'm yet to be convinced that he has changed. Have you seen him do live stand-up? Yes. I saw him on that bill with Mick Malloy and uh, uh, Glenn Robbins and uh, the Letterman producer dude, um, American D- guy, who can't oh. think of his name. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so he was on that. That uh, bill. Well, I think your taste is in your ass, Cropley. Really? Yeah, he's I, a great stand-up. I haven't oh, seen Adam do stand-up. I, in, I figured uh, my, my taste for comedy w- w- would be fairly standard in <laughs> in liking funny stuff. <laughs> I uh, that's I, not subjective. I've, I've declare my hand here and say I, I've, I haven't seen Adam do stand-up in in years and years and years. But lovely guy, I know him quite well. So uh, I don't know him that well, but I see him do a lot of stand-up. Well, he's, I'll be uh, he's great. I'll be trying to stop him stabbing Cropley. Yeah. Yes. In the eye now. Yep. Let's get him on. Because also, fight, a, as fight. a Rodenbuck's, mad for stabbing people in the eye. <laughs> Just <laughs> loves it. And defending himself on podcasts. Just loves it. Anyway, that's that's all I had for letters. I just really, really loved that uh, that comment from Adam. It's, it's 2010 will be remembered as the year of things that don't need to exist. Like unnecessary comments about Adam Rosenbuck's. If you watch one thing. Uh, if I was going to watch one thing this week, it would be Adam Rosenbach stabbing Brett Cropley in the eye. <laughs> and vibe bar. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Brett, I've got something for you for your one thing. Oh, really? What yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think 
you would be watching Hung on Channel 7 <gasps> at 9.30. Get out! Oh, was that your thing? That's my thing. Sorry. No, I can and have I that because we talked about Hung choices. some time ago. Did you? Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. shit. And I, I did very much enjoy it back in the back at that time. I, 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 I am surprised I, that it took Channel 7 so long to, to get it up onto the... I had three different one things and I agonised over it and chose this. Now I find out not only did you choose it, you've already talked about it. I mean, we talked about Hung ages ago when it was uh, when, when it started. In <gasps> Have you seen the states? No, I haven't. I'm going oh. to watch it like most things, free to air. So you're recommending it on spec? Yeah. Whereas we recommend it, uh, having experienced the magic of it. Well, Actually, I'm not. I'm not, you I'm not recommending it because I didn't like it. I just thought you would like to recommend it. <laughs> but I won't because that would be. Uh, well, why don't you recommend Nelly's toes? Why don't you recommend uh, End of the Rainbow on ABC Two on uh, Sunday night at seven thirty? Uh, because I don't How about believe you pick that your was something. One thing. So it's a documentary about the close of the Rainbow Hotel in Melbourne. What's happened to Doctor Who? ABC Two. Oh, ABC Two. Yeah, um, that's what you're recommending, Brett, because you loved the Rainbow Hotel, and that closed. And it's a documentary about that. <sighs> What's happened here for everyone listening is that Brett hasn't done his research it's, for one it's thing. Saturday. Well. Okay, my, just my whole week him. is out of kilter. My uh, my one thing mm. for this week is on ABC One, eight o'clock Tuesday night, foreign correspondent, truth or dare, all about WikiLeaks. I'm all over WikiLeaks. I love it. Oh. I love WikiLeaks. Everything they do. It's great. Do they have a tenor lady for WikiLeaks? A, a what? A tenor, a <laughs> Some tenor lady? Some know what I'm talking about. Let's I, move on. Okay. Is that, <laughs> this is like Brett last week with the lesbian fingernails. Uh, is that a sex movie? Whoever have needs to, to know to knows about right. tenor lady. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I read an article yesterday saying that uh, who is the, what is the name of the Australian boy and uh, creator of WikiLeaks? Uh, apparently in hiding, and uh, yes, people yes, are, yes. are advising him to be fearful of his life because interested in sources will probably want to take him military. out. Military, given well, military slash Halliburton slash corporate Government. slash whatever mm. may have an interest in. Uh, not having people being anti the US being in mm. the Middle East, he, uh, so they continue to, he can spends, continue to mine and he spends a lot of his time in them. hiding. I think it's going to be very interesting foreign correspondent with Rushdie Tuesday night. Uh, no, Rushdie's out of hiding now. That fatwa has been lifted. So. It's just, just you know. I know. Sorry, shit. I'll just go with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Wally. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be with Rushdie and Wally. <gasps> I love uh, Wally. So, yeah, Truth or Dare, Foreign mm-hmm. Correspondent, uh, 8 p.m. ABC One. Nelly, if you're going to watch one thing this week. Oh, look, which no one's heard of. It's this show um, called Hung. Oh, really? Uh, it's an HBO show. Mm. And um, it's got Ray Decker, who plays a male prostitute slash gigolo, depending on, you know, whether you like to keep yourself nice or not. Always. And um, Anne Heche, apparently, is his uh, wife, girlfriend. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. Some significant other in the show. And he basically pimps himself out to make some dough. Looked interesting. Monday, 21st of June, 9.30pm on 7. And uh, I would uh, watch, if I was watching one thing, uh, uh, at the night time just to check it out. Santo Sam and Ed's Cup Fever. Oh. Uh, Which I I think would be uh, very exciting. It's it's just before SBS uh, crossed to South Africa for the World Cup coverage. I have to say, I've heard it's absolutely terrible. I haven't watched it yet. Really? I I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I don't think it's terrible. I mean, I've only literally, like five-minute kind of grab. So, so we're no, talking Santo Chilaro. We're talking Sam Pang. Yeah. Uh, he of former Triple R Breakfasters and, and Eurovision. Friend, and friend of Box Cutters. And friend of Box Cutters. And Ed Cavalli, also Ed Cavalli. friend of Box Cutters. And yes. superstar uh, on the rise, Sam al- Pang. Although we'd better uh, stop mentioning his name too much before he comes on the show. Uh, he needs point. to come and get inoculated. Ed, come. Good point. Well made. Okay. Hey, um, when I cast my pod... It's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Mm. <sighs> it is almost pork time. It is, it is pork time. That nice. It is pork time. Uh, now, Brett, you found an interesting thing during the week that I absolutely loved, which was uh, geographyoflost.tumblr.com. Yes. And you, you sent me that link. And someone's gone to the trouble of drawing the island 
on Lost. From a four-year study of, of where geographically all the elements of uh, the, the islands of Lost uh, lay in, in space. Which, which directions people walk off in, uh, what... And so, so he's, where each of the stations is, where the hydro station is. So he's, he's done this. And, it's fantastic. It's really detailed. Talks about the trajectory of uh, of the airplanes that have come in. Talks about it, there's so much information in this map. It does make me uh, worry about the person Miss who, Lost. Who uh, it does make me miss Lost a lot. Uh, but should it also I makes, buy Lost? Yeah, totally. Oh, I yeah. should buy Lost and watch it. Right, you should through. watch it all. You should really buy Lost and watch it all. Are you like me with people who've never seen The Wire, where I think, oh, you're going to get to watch The Wire for the first time? I'm a little bit jealous. Is that like with Lost? I'm a little bit jealous. Okay. Given, given Treme has started, I would maybe recommend uh, going Treme and then going to Lost because you'll, you'll have a fondness for the characters going over the other way. Are Treme and Lost related? No. Yeah. What? Oh, sorry. What? No, The Wire. Weren't you the saying wire? The Wire? Yeah. No, I've seen The, the wire. wire. But yeah, we were talking yeah. about Lost. And Nelly was no, saying I'm that saying, she should to... I buy them? Because I've never seen Lost. Yeah, I think you need to, I think I you need watch, to watch. Go through. I think you need to, to watch Lost. And, and you know what? If, if someone really, really liked you, Nelly, they could lend you their, they could. Uh, their, their box sets of, of Lost. <laughs> if somebody's brother would actually watch Lost <laughs> and, uh, and get through the first two seasons. But who so would that... have a brother with the, with the box series of Lost? Well, it, you know what? It so happens. Who I might have met at the Eurovision party. It so happens that I've lent my brother my box sets really? of Lost. Yeah. Mm. So when he's finished watching those, you can borrow them. Come on, after you finish After you finish watching Press Gang. Yep. Have you started? Have you started watching Press No, because I, you gave it to someone and I actually ended up seeing you before I saw them, so they've still got oh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, so you didn't, you didn't go to that meeting at all? I couldn't go. My daughter has pneumonia. Yeah, that's sad. Mm. That's, well, I, you know, I, I hope she gets better. She'll be fine. I hope she, you know, she gets better. She'll be running around hitting people in the legs shortly. <laughs> she did punch me in the face the other day. Well, there you go. Sign. There you, you go. You need some strength to do that. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. I can't punch you in the face. <laughs> Take me down. Well, the difference is I can punch you back. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. You can't punch her back. She'll cry. Not yet. Go to a daddy. Yeah. He'll take away your PVR privileges. Oh no! I can't get the magic box to work. Too See, bad. Too bad. You shouldn't have hit our daughter. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode two hundred and twenty-nine. Can I add one more thing? Yeah. Um, and that is that because I wasn't here last week when that lovely listener rang in with um, his character Pracy. Yes, of Linda Day and yeah, the what Doctor. Was, what was the listener's name? Uh, Murray. Murray. Murray, bloody good on you. Like, yeah, it was, that it was, was really It was great. really interesting. It was really interesting. And it was really lovely because obviously every other week I am too a listener. It's really lovely as a listener to hear another listener um, contribute and hear their point of view. I really enjoyed it. Well, you know, Nelly, if every fortnight you wanted to be like Murray, you could always... I could ring. I did think of that. I did think of that. If you, you could always could just do... call call Box Cutters on 9269. I will. You that could, number is up could, on boxcutters.net as well. Or just search for Boxcutters on Skype. Leave a message for us. You could mail in your performance every other week. Well, when I tell you're you not what, here. if you discuss a character that I would like to discuss and I'm not here, I will certainly do that. Sorry, call or, it in. Or you could just come in. Mm, then I'd have to drive here. Mm, lazy. Have Murray, to, he's to. got the right idea. Yeah. See, now with the magic box, I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> So zero three nine zero one six nine two six nine is the number Please to call in. us on. Mm. Uh, it's it's great. We really do love getting uh, more and more feedback. And keep sending in your greatest TV characters of all time. They've just been. They haven't stopped. They haven't stopped coming in. So mm. keep doing that. Uh, hooray at boxcutters.net is the email address, or there's the talk to boxcutters link on the blog at boxcutters.net. We are updating the blog regularly. There, there's lots of stuff. John Richards had a great. Review of Survivors. Mm, I did read that. Earlier this week. Mm. Uh, and we're trying to get more written reviews up on the site. So that's going to be uh, happening in the did next I see few one weeks. Of, is, or was it one of yours? Uh, post that. Uh, so was, was there a Supernatural one? Uh, there's a Supernatural one coming up. You would have seen that in the drafts. Or in the... Ah, uh, oh, there you go. Or it's scheduled. It's written. It's done. I had to schedule it. Yep. Yep, Otherwise, same. I'd just keep tinkering with it. Tinker, 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 tinker. 
That's so you've the locked it in. Eddie. I've locked it in. I've locked it in. It's ready to go. Mm. Wednesday is when we uh, is when we put the reviews up. Hopefully, uh, and yeah, the, uh, the the blog's been going great. We're loving your comments. Uh, so keep doing that. Until next week. My name is Josh Canal. I'm Nellie Thomas. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, whose studios we use to record this podcast pretty much each and every week. Find them on the web at rrr.org.au or 102.7 FM if you're in the Melbourne metro area. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go onto the iTunes Music Store or anywhere else you find us and leave a review. It will help other people find Box Cutters and then they can enjoy it too. Email us at hooray at boxcutters.net or via SMS on 0458-288-837. That's 0458-CUTTER. I love how you get freaked out because it's it's the same time for us, but it is the same time for the listener, and uh, and and you're not really aware of. Uh, I had what's to going I on. had to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I it, was, it wasn't until we started the show that I was aware that we weren't uploading it tonight on Saturday night. Ah, yeah, yeah. We should have yeah. t- probably talked about that beforehand. You know who is just completely aware of all of this stuff, Nelly? Mm, me, Jesus, no, God, mm. no. Uh, Buddha. No. This guy. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters.